uneducated and broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip-hop headlines and all things atl into the success of black millennials in the black culture hi it's marcel Vilo. i know times are difficult right now themes seem like there's no end to the struggle seeing that we keep repeating the same over and over again but things are different now you can see it in the air you could smell it, you could feel it in the goosebumps on your skin when you see people around the world shouting the name of somebody who just less than a week ago that most people even knew. There is power in what we do. The power in our tongues reverberates all throughout the universe. Keep listening. Thank you all for listening to Black Educated and Bizroke. It's your girl, Randy O. What's going on, Mike B in the building? It's Maya. Your boy Ron back in the building, still sick of these damn Karens. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Every every week. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know it's time to kill to take over. What's happening? What's happening, people? Y'all, you know. I'm Listen, back. wait, we, real quick, because I know we first, when we play this show back, which I know you guys are going to hear in the intro of the show, uh, our special guest, who we're going to interview later on, she gave us a nice beginning. I am loving it. It's setting the tone about all the protests. So, Mike B, I feel like you mostly be my news correspondent guy, because you are. Look at Atlanta protests. I was in Oklahoma this weekend, that weekend of the protest. So, tell me what was going on in Atlanta. Um, Friday, there was a large peace rally. The Rally for Justice, it was organized by um, Attorney Gerald Griggs and others here in Atlanta. And they met Friday in Centennial Olympic Park. I mean, thousands, thousands of people uh, just to honor our fallen and to prepare for what we have done uh, well, I won't. I don't want to say best because the results, we don't get the results that we have done. But we're just ready. We know how to protest. We know how to uh, seek change and demand change. And so Friday, uh, the the rally kind of moved into this other crowd uh, near the CNN Center, right downtown, right before uh, State Farm Arena, and. Um, the, the protests have been peaceful. Unfortunately, Friday night, we went into, it was a, I, I don't like to use the term riot because I feel like the Karens and, and the, what would they call What they call the white guys? Chad. What would they call them? The Chads? Is that mm-hmm. what they call them? They I do. feel like the Karens and Chads riot after sports wins. You know, the big, big football wins, you know, those white towns. Oh, they yeah. tell the city. I mean, in Auburn, when the Tigers win, they, they, that, they trash Auburn. They football. do the, they do the uh, toilet paper on the trees. It's they toilet so paper the awesome. trees. Awesome. We didn't have that at Langston. I don't remember that. <laughs> game, but go ahead. But, uh, Q, we didn't see that at Langston, honey. Nah, we ain't tearing up our own shit like that. Right. It's uh, all like wet. <laughs> but just an outcry, the outcry uh, of the of the the death of George Floyd. I hate to put it in these terms, but if we're going to be real and honest about it, I think uh, as it was the old saying, I think that was just the cherry on top. Yeah. And people are tired. The NAACP 
nationally is using the hashtag we are done dying i use it uh i i think that that best explains anybody asks what what's wrong we're done dying and as a friday in atlanta uh that's what happened and i mean there was looting there was some destruction some destruction i, I believe in it uh the fire being set at the minnesota precinct no. um, National bottom, but hold on before you go to minnesota and atlanta's an oq like i will you know with the cnn center like did you see that personally up close in the front or did you just see it later on no uh actually one of my homies one of the bros that uh i work with he hit me up um and was like are you seeing this right now and this is kind of when it was just beginning in front of cnn mm. and um i just tuned in i'm like hey what's going on now me personally <laughs> I'm all, I'm with the shit, so, <laughs> you know, but I got to be honest, man, uh, I did, I won't say I felt a, a type of way, but it, it felt a little personal because, you know, I, I, you know, where I work, um, but I understand what's going on, so I get it, man, these corporations, they got money to repair all that, the next day, we was back in business, so luckily for me, uh, I wasn't there. Uh, I was actually working from home that day. Uh, so, it, it, I mean, it was great because one, I would have been stuck in the building until uh, like three in the morning mm. and they were right in front of where we parked. So it was kind of hard to, you would have been, you stuck. There's nothing you can do. I mean, you can join it when you finish, but it was, it was really going down Friday. When it started, it was going down. So I haven't been down there. I have to go this week. So I guess I'll see what's going on. I know there's a curfew here, um, but I have a press pass and a letter. Yeah. So hopefully that gives me some kind of leeway in and out. Um, but I mean, time will tell. We'll come get you. <laughs> Give, get you. Maya, what was you gonna you say, Maya? Huh? You were gonna say something. I was talking about the Auburn when they was trashing the trees and <laughs> Girl, I mean, when it comes down to Atlanta protests, I want Atlanta to burn everything down. To be honest with you, oh, I'm all for it, burn it all down. Atlanta, the city of the Phoenix, we done been burnt down before we rose up. I didn't know that I was the city of the Phoenix. Mm -hmm. This ain't the first time we've been threatening to be burnt down. When y'all got burnt, I'm sorry, I just want to know because I'm not from Atlanta. When was y'all other burned down? Like, I want to know this. I didn't, I didn't know this. Google it. <laughs> oh, Maya. 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 You can't represent now. You can't do that and tell them to Google. I know it was in the 19 whatever. I just don't know what year. But it was the 1900s, so though. There, there's been okay. multiple, multiple yeah. riots. And when I say riots are burning down, there was a cop uh, murder. Uh, there was Atlanta riots there. Of course, most black cities, uh, they did riot. Uh, Dr. King was killed. Uh, and I believe we have a there's another riot we had right prior to that there was another Atlanta riot that's before our time yeah I but it takes the city getting burned down in order for us to get justice or to at least be treated like we're human beings Burn it down. Burn it all down. Oh, no. Go to break. Okay, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll so as you can see, this particular show, guys, is going to be a lot of heated passion. Uh, later on yeah. in the show, we are going to sit down with uh, and, and with Miss Marcel Viol, Violo. Okay. Yeah, Marcel Violo. 
via low. And uh, she's one of the activists out there in Charlotte. So uh, we have a lot of information coming out later. But up next, we got my boy Ron's rundown. He's going to give us some good information, information about some of the people in the hip hop world who was out there protesting. So guys, keep it locked. We got a good show coming up right here on Black Educated and Broke. Black icons. It's strong. It's empowerment. It's leadership. It's me. It's the culture. I'm African American. My skin tone is brown. I have a son. He's African American. His skin tone is brown. I'm here to uplift. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to lead. You can follow us at Black Icons 83 on Facebook and Instagram. And right now we're working on the website, so anything you see on the page, you can shoot us a DM. And someone to get back to you within 24 hours. Shop Black Icons. So how do you feel about the protests that are taking place in Dallas, Texas for George Floyd? I'm all for it. Enough talking, more action. Yes, sir. It's your boy Ron bringing you Ron's Rundown. Nothing but that hip-hop fire and straight sports knowledge. Black Educated and Broke is now in the building. You should be too. Let's go. All right. We are back here on Black Educated and Broke. As always, guys, you know, if you ever want to catch up on any of our shows, make sure you go ahead and check us out on iHeart, Spotify, Apple uh, Apple Music, (laughs) Apple Podcasts, as well as Mike B, which one am I missing? SoundCloud, and we got video now, YouTube. We have YouTube, okay? So you can go ahead and catch up at any time. Please and thank you. All right, up next, my boo, Ron Ron. Got the Ron rundown. What's going on, Ron? What's going on, y'all? Uh, to be honest with you, when this, with everything going on, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do a rundown. But um, I decided to uh, kind of direct it towards everything that's going on and salute some people that uh, actually got out there in the streets. Uh, first off, y'all out there protesting. Why you going to get y'all some protest music? You got a new song. It's called FTP. Fuck the police. I 100 agree. I love YG. Thank you, YG, for coming with another another timeless anthem, sir. We appreciate that. Uh, shout out to Ti and Killer Mike, man. Uh, they got on the news with our, with Atlanta's mayor, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, and um, I like what both of the brothers had to say. Ti kind of lost me with the Wakanda comment, but everybody got lost off that comment. I don't know why y'all got lost. I understood exactly what my Atlanta brother was talking about. This is <laughs> protect shout Wakanda. Out to, uh, That's right. Shout out to Killer Mike, though, man, because that brother really got up there and spoke nothing but the truth. If Killer Mike ever run for office, he got my vote straight up. You gotta, you gotta uh, move to Atlanta. Come on down here. Come on down. This is Wakanda. You, you don't live in Atlanta. You live in South Carolina. But anyway, <laughs> uh, salute to J Cole, Wale, the OG Bun B, Trader Truth, Nick Cannon, Lil Yachty, my son, Sue Surf, Kiki Palmer, uh, Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics, uh, Malcolm Rogan of the Indiana Pacers. Uh, John Bones Jones jumped out of the streets to stop somebody from spray painting. Uh, Enos Cancer of the Boston Celtics. All these people got out in the streets. Uh, Lonzo Ball, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Jordan Clarkson, Tobias Harris of the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks. They were out protesting. That's what's up. Um, on another note, Floyd Mayweather said he's going to pay for uh, Mr. George Floyd's funeral. So, Big I guess he's trying to 
trying to show y'all that he down for the cause too. Shout y'all call him a coon. <laughs> and, uh, hey, shout out to the dude, uh, real quick, that dude from Insecure. He got hit with the bullets. Okay. Damn, bro, bullets, bro. Man, oh he was, what's the guy from uh, Insecure? And how to get away with Nate, murder? His name is Nate on the show, but I don't know his real name. I can't bro. think of his name. Yeah. They gonna fuck around and kill some of them. You're not supposed to headshot nobody with them shits, man. Right. They are. His name is Kendrick Sampson. Yeah. And he fine. His <laughs> eyes are nice. <laughs> You so off, sir. We okay, my next. Yeah, I'm I right. but, um, my black hand, okay. How you doing? <laughs> I just wanna, I wanna wrap this up by saying, fuck Drew Brees. Thank you, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> hey, but can we shout out Eric Reed, man? He was trolling NFL teams uh, this past week on Twitter, uh, especially what was the Blackout Tuesday, and they was everybody was stand, standing in solidarity with that movement, but uh, Colin, uh, not Colin, Eric Reed's uh, retweets with the comment was, uh, oh, Black Ball Tuesday. And I, I loved it. I just wanna, I gotta shout him out, man. I hope the NFL team pick him up. Okay, guys, well, as, as Mike said all of that, and Drew, ooh, Jesus. well, you, we can get all this information. If you wanna know more about it, follow us on social. Uh, Ron is doing a lot of our BEB podcast underscore ATL. You know Twitter, but he got his own Twitter. What's your own Twitter, uh, Ron Ron? At M-R-F-Y-P-M. All right, guys. So we're going to take another break. When we get back, we're about to get serious. Uh, Mike B, what is what she? What is the thing she says? Power something. What is it? Does who say what? Our special guest. She says, like, it's power. She says something before. What is it called? You're, you would know. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I say peace and power. Okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll figure that out later. But like I said, coming up next, we have our special guest, Marcel uh, Violo of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, who's one of the activists in our Black Educated and Activism segment. It's going to be good. You do not want to miss it. She is dropping gems. She is giving us knowledge. She is giving us empowerment, and we appreciate it. So keep listening to Black Educated and Bro. They say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, and all fine art starts with a vision. Through extensive research and studying, Barbie Dalming lashes are crafted to enhance your beauty inside and out. Unlike synthetic lashes you can find in stores or online, Barbie Dalming lashes are made with a soft cotton band, which makes them lightweight, comfortable, and easy to apply. Don't let me forget, you can wear these lashes up to 25 times with proper care. Get dolled up and shop at www.barbiedowbeauty.com. And ladies, Barbie is spelled B-A-R-B-E-E. See you later. All right, I'm here with Shanita from Dallas, Texas. So, Shanita, how do you feel about the protests of George Floyd in Dallas? Well, I think it's a good thing that the young people are coming in protest. It's just um, history repeating itself. And I'm not really concerned about the burning of the buildings of things because those things can be uh, replaced and it's insurance. So I'm really not concerned, but I am proud of our black people for standing up, black and brown people. All right, and we are back here on Black Educated in Baroque. Thank you, Ron Ron, for the rundown. Guys, like you said, you can find all this information on our social media pages at Black Educated in Baroque. So um, as I've been speaking about earlier, we have an amazing guest who's gonna be coming onto the line. We have Miss Marcel Violet 
Let me introduce her as I bring her into, because guys who are listening, we're actually doing this on a video medium Zoom, and I'm going to bring her on in the show. So just so it'll make sense to those that's just listening. Greetings, Marcel. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you wonderfully. Phenomenal. <laughs> okay, can, can you see all of us? Yes, I can. Okay, perfect. So I was just before I brought you in, I was teasing that, hey, I'm going to bring in Marcel. We're going to talk a little bit more. So first of all, I want to say thank you so much for your time. It is very much appreciated. I appreciate y'all for having me. Okay, now I went over your bio. I love it. So I'm just going to read it as is because whoever wrote it did a phenomenal job and I don't want to mess that up. Okay, (laughs) so are you ready, Marcel? Yes, I am. Is it Marcel uh, Violet? It's Violet. Violet. Marcel mm-hmm. Violet. I, I don't know why I got to be extra, but I just love how it sounds. So I got to say it extra. Right? <laughs> so anywho, so here's a little bit about Miss Marcel. Uh, she her, uh, She's a 30-year-old, come on, young woman, 30-year-old, unapologetic, Southern, Haitian American. Yeah, take all of that in. Uh huh. She's a reluctant educator and community organizer advocate. She has been providing community support in some capacity or another since she's been about 16 to 17 years old. Uh, she has a Bachelor of Arts in a Sociology with a double minor in International Studies and Anthropology. Brains, sis. Okay, but she ain't done. Then she has a master's, uh-huh, in Africana, Africana, women's studies. Did I say that right, Marcel? Yes, you did. Yes, okay. And that where her research, guys, was actually focused on black women, particularly black trans, queer, gender, non-conforming feminine people, personal narratives as tools for collective liberation ranging from enslavement to the digital age. Oh, I love that. It was a lot to take in. I'm loving it. She has worked in education, behavioral health, family reunification, and more. And as of right now, she's an apprentice herbalist mm-hmm. and an apprentice urban farmer. Let's get into it, Marcel. Um, in her first time getting tear gassed and shot at by riot police was not this weekend. Mm. Yeah, we got to make some noise for Marcel Violo. Yeah. <laughs> Peace and power, sister. Peace and power. Yeah. I, hope, I hope I did that justice, Marcella. You did. I mean, Marcel, Thank excuse you. me. Yes, okay. Because I, I was like, ah. So, you know, first of all, I just want to say, wow. Like, first of all, you are one educated sister. Like, all the things that you study seem like they were difficult things that people would choose to study when they go to college. But you surpassed it. You graduated. You have degreed in it. Tell me, what kind of accomplishment did that do for you? It really attuned me to my needs of the community, seeing that I've been rooted in the, in my community since like basically for half of my life, um, I knew what I wanted to study. I knew what I was seeing and I knew I wanted whatever I'm researching, whatever educational pathways that I had to be able to be directed by that. What is happening in my real world and also be able to apply it wherever I go. You know, if I'm a bird in the sky or a fish in the ocean, I want to be able to be adapted to that environment or at least be able to see, be attuned to the needs of that environment and the people there. 
Okay, I I, I love that. Just <laughs> straight <laughs> to the point, boom. So then I want to know, because of the thing that you studied, is that how you got into want to be an activist? Tell us, how did you get started in getting into that? Well, actually in high school, um, I got, I've, I've always had a mouth. I've always had a mouth. Let's let's even bring that back further from beyond high school. It's really my parents. My parents were not activists or organizers. Um, my father is Haitian. My mother is Southern Black American, and they never held back with both histories. As a child, oh, yeah. and I'm the middle of three, we went to plantations. We saw all the pictures. We read the narratives. Our parents told us flat out our history, the good, bad, and the ugly. And also that not to make us feel like we didn't have anything, yeah. but to let us know that this isn't our fault, first and foremost, and that we have literally came this far off of our own will and work. Yeah. And that really grounded me um, in pursuing outside of the normal school system, the information that I needed. A lot of times I brought up subjects during history class as a child that the history books didn't even bring up and the teacher would have to address it in class because I addressed it. You're not about to talk about the civil rights movement without talking about Emmett Till. And here I am in high school bringing up these things and yeah, I was not the favorite <laughs> of any of these teachers or students, but you know, in high school, I ended up getting connected with an organization with the Urban League of Charlotte, and um, that's called the Charlotte Coalition of Social Justice. It has been defunded. So it is to note that the Charlotte Coalition for Social Justice has been defunded for several years. And through the Charlotte um, Coalition for Social Justice, um, the youth activism portion, that's pretty much what really got me in high school to getting used to that work, the the language, the praxis, and the theoretical frameworks that kind of get us like how movements were made, not just the events that were catalysts for the movements. So it's the historical and socio-political contexts of these things. And so I would say that additionally radicalized me being able to go to things like any town, which is of uh, um, like an activist camp for kids. And um, moving forward, like when I went to college, I was just, or undergrad, I kind of stayed back a little bit while learning. But then of course, right at the tail end, I graduated in 2012, what happened? You know, you're yeah. talking about- um, Trayvon. So, that pretty much pushed me right back in. <laughs> and from moving forward from that, it's, you know, just continuing to be unafraid and to seek out organizations and collectives of people that really align with my politics. And if it didn't align, I learned about it and I moved forward. So I just keep getting in where I fit in, really. I love it. Yeah, that's really dope. Yeah, just sitting here listening to someone uh, close to age as the rest of us so involved with the movement at such a young age. Man. I mean, at 15, I had no idea. Yeah, we get the lessons on what's going on and slavery and Jim Crow. We get all of those lessons. But it's I didn't have the in-depth knowledge 
that I've gotten in my later years by doing my own research. Like, I'm not right. sure how familiar you are with Freedom School, but I was a product of Freedom School. And mm-hmm. so I was an intern with Freedom School. And when we go to our national training, which is on Haley Farm, which is mm-hmm. family farm where, you know, he grew up and everything was um, like, we would get the Angela Davises and uh, uh, of course, Ella Baker started it back back in the day with the original Freedom School. Uh, they had all kind of activists that come up to talk to us, and I, I'll be honest, I took it with a grain of salt. Like I've always been pro-black, I always listened to it, you know, been on top of it, but I did not absorb the information that they were giving me like I should have. And you know, you young, you you do that. But now I'm like, man, this is what they were saying to. Mm-hmm. So kind of, kind of going back to your start, um, has anything uh, triggered your want to continue in this field? You know, maybe you experienced something, maybe not even as a child, but later on. I know you talked about being tear gas and shot at, but have you experienced any profiling that you know you can speak on for? Um, um, when you said Haley Farm, it's funny because I am also a product in terms of my uh, my organizing um, popular education in um, Highlander in Tennessee. And a lot of the people who are, um, it's, it's usually Highlander or the Haley Farm. <laughs> but yeah, definitely I've heard of that. But in terms of like profiling and things like that, I have... We, we, tr- we end up thinking later in life a lot of times of the microaggressions and, my- and macroaggressions that we endure. I mean, growing up in Charlotte, North Carolina, it, I'm, I'm mostly in the part of town that I'm in. I was dealing with mostly white kids and those folks were not my friends, <laughs> except for a handful of them, a handful. And I dealt with that mess with my, uh, colleagues in class, the other students, teachers. Mostly it was because I had a big mouth and a black woman with a big mouth and who was unapologetic regarding my brilliance. And that was really offensive to Stop a lot right of there. people. Stop right there, Marcel, because I want to keep them on the edge of their seat right there. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We are here with the Marcel Viol- 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 <laughs> Velo, okay, Velo. All right, thank you. All right, so we're gonna take a break, guys. Velo, thank you. I'm gonna get it right, Marcel Velo. We're here with her right now. Um, a uh, I'm gonna call her a well-known, uh, unapologetic black woman who's also uh, an activist who are making changes. So, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna get back into this interview and her finish telling um uh something that you just don't want to miss. So keep listening here right on Black Educated and Broke. The movement continues. Do you have a business that needs a social media makeover? Or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence. Allow Randy O PNR to take the wheel. From posting content to engaging with customers, Randy O PNR will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs. For a list of all of their services, go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at Randy O PNR. Take the worrying out of posting and allow the experts at Randio PNR to handle it for you. 
I'm listening to Black Educated and Broke. All right, and we are back here on Black Educated and Activism. That's actually our segment uh, for um, our sit-down interview with Marcel Violo. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know, Marcel is beautiful, too. I'm going to give Marcel for show. But anyway, we're back here sitting here. Before we uh, took our break there, and, and uh, shout-out to our... our, our um, Shout out to those who have been really supportive, like educated and broke there and buying commercials, putting your ads out there. We appreciate your support. If you're going to appreciate the new clients you're about to get from us, you're welcome, okay? But yeah, guys, uh, but before we went ahead and took that break, we were sitting down with Marcel. We were asking her the question, was there a particular incident that made her want to become an activist because she had already dealt with being tear gassed as well as being shot by at, shot at by riot police. So go go ahead, Marcel, let's know what you were saying. So yeah, there um I was already a target growing up because I'm a black woman who was fearless or is fearless in her brilliance. I never sit here and will tell somebody that I'm not something that I truly am just to make other people comfortable. So that, you know, especially when you're dealing with white supremacy, patriarchy, whatever you want to have it, that makes you a target because how dare you be you and wonderfully so. And um, there was not a particular moment in time that said, I want to do this. I've always been a bully beater. I'm just going to say it just like that. Anybody who was bullying kids in school, things like that, I was coming to the defense and the protection of people who were smaller than me. And that's just part of the role that I've always played. So it never was just one thing. It's a combination of my home education, my personal education, and my personality that really led me down this path. If you want to know when the first time that I was shot at by riot police and tear gas, it was in 2016 during the Charlotte uprising when Keith Lamont Scott was murdered by CMPD. And I was actually living in Atlanta during that time, um, studying for my master's degree. And I came back home because I was like, my home is in turmoil. I got to help. Even though there's people that I love and trust my movement family handling stuff and holding it down, I had to go on ahead and get mine, get mine, you know, take care of my family that was at home in the way that I knew best. And that's to help. And I didn't say... Uh, this wasn't the first time that I got shot at and tear gas to be provocative. It's like, this isn't my first time being in the thick of it. It won't be my last, most likely. And um, it's not necessarily a badge of honor because it's traumatizing. I have been diagnosed with PTSD because of movement work. And I've had to live with that. People, my sister even told me, she was like, you know, you come back a little weird every time this type of stuff happens, and I'm like, yeah, but I just gotta do it. So, so let me ask you, a, let me, yeah. if I can interject, let me ask you a question really quick then. So mm-hmm. with the people that are protesting now, so you as someone who's done it, you've been a part, you kind of spoke about how, it, you know, there's mental illness that has stimulated from that for you, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say to people that are out there protesting now? What are some things that they should do, that they shouldn't do? What, you know, what are some reinforcements you may have? There is nothing that's gonna prevent you from getting PTSD. It's literally a post-traumatic stress disorder. You are going to sounds, smells, experiences, even driving through your own city is gonna be different. 
a place that you were comfortable in is going to remind you that you are not safe there. You may have panic attacks, things like that. All that I can really say is just really keep community and be honest and vocal about it and cry, cry it out. Protest is actually a form of collective mourning. It's a big funeral. All the yeah. things that you see during a funeral is what you see at a protest, especially a black funeral. All that screaming, hollering, crying, fighting, yeah. all those things. You're like, man, these people cut up every single time somebody dies. That's a protest. It's, it's a collective <laughs> form of mourning. The same thing. And we as a family just need to hold each other together in that moment. And it's nothing is going to prevent it. But it's just, it can be mitigated by how you how you hold yourself and your community. Like, are you, are, do you have support? And also get help. Don't be out here traumatizing people just because you're traumatized. Don't do that. Okay, go ahead, Mike B. I thought you were about to say something. Oh, yeah, you know I'm ready. Uh, I want to talk about right now, the movement now has... Uh, uh, y'all have heard over the last few years they're calling it the new civil rights movement it's the Black Lives Matter movement but we've been on a movement I can surely say with the death of Trayvon Martin and Jordan Davis in, in 2012 but the movement now what, what are you guys doing in Charlotte what are you guys experiencing in Charlotte here in Atlanta it's, uh, it's all over the place as far as what people are trying to explain what people are seeing uh, different point of views from APD as well as people downtown but other cities are being met with peaceful protests are being met with just this brute force just excessive force what are you guys seeing in Charlotte? I mean it's the same thing Charlotte just got in trouble for them cutting up last night CMPD did it was mm -hmm. on the Washington Post you can check their Instagram um, it's called kettling I, that is actually how I got tear gassed and shot with those pepper bullets and rubber bullets um, in 2016 is through that um, military tactic called kettling or people are now trying to call it something else like corralling and things like that. It's literally whenever they um, lure and trap you into a place where you cannot run and they just barrage you with projectiles, flashbangs, mm. all that other stuff like that. That's so um, that's what CMPD does. The first time that they have done it was not yesterday. I saw it on Sunday jacked me all the way up because I actually saw it from the back end and mm. actually watched people because I was doing first aid and medical support watch them trap people and then throw flashbang grenades people are running screaming there's children and this is in downtown Charlotte nobody can who's experienced that could ever drive down that street and not remember and smell and hear all of that. Because the thing is what people don't tell you is after they deploy those chemical agents, they linger in the air and on the ground, in the dust. So people will be sneezing in that area for days wow. afterwards. They won't tell you why. And if you look down on the ground, you will see those little projectiles and little broken bits and pieces of that. I picked them up there on my Instagram. I found two whole pepper, the um, pepper bullets that they use. So um, it, it's the same over here. They got in trouble for it. Everybody in city council got cussed out probably about two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, our mayor, Vi Lyles, who's the same ding dong who invited the RNC to Charlotte, which just got pulled by Donald Trump. Um, she didn't come out from what I was able to see on the live quite yet. And um, 
there's a lot of accountability that's needed. And CMPD, they know they know what they're doing. This Don't let anybody lie to y'all and say that this is the first time that they did this uh, tactic. They do it all the time. They've been doing it for years. Okay, well, let me just interject in here, Marcel. Like, first of all, girlfriend, you have put us up on game. You have taught us things that I know I did not know about. Definitely gave me a new perception on some things. So thank you for the enlightenment. I do just want to kind of, because I know we're getting ready to, you probably got some things to take care of. I know because you're out and you're active, being an activist with many different people. I want to ask you about upcoming events, if that's including any uh, protests or anything that they're trying to do for the community. Anything coming up? Um, the struggle continues, so there's always going to be something. Um, yeah. There's nothing really specifically because it's kind of like moving with the will of the people. Yeah. But um, the only thing that I could say is donate. If you got some extra scratch, donate money to bail funds. Yes, they actually work. That's another thing that I do is jail support. And we go out and we help people who are being, we bail people out and we help people who are um, leaving the jail, make sure that there are any wounds are documented, take pictures of them, connect them with lawyers. We um, give them food. We needed to give a young lady an extra shirt because her shirt was doused in chemical agents. You know, she had to get changed outside. They released her with a freaking paper shirt on, like what they do at the hospital. So that's what we do. There's so many aspects to this movement and to protesting that people don't even really recognize because they just see people moving around. They don't even see the stuff on the side to keep the people being able to move around and be nourished. And speaking of that, I wanted to ask you quickly, you you spoke on your role, but what all of that, what, what all can, can people do? There's a role. I believe that everybody can play in a protest in this movement, in this fight for justice early in the show. Uh, of course, we, we all know about the charges now have been upgraded in Minnesota. Uh, the four cops have been charged, but what role can people play? We, we always talking about getting people to the polls. This is primary time, of course, uh, voting later on this year, but everybody has a role. Instead of, instead of just talking, what can they do as a part of the movement? I would say if you don't have the bread to donate, because not everybody does, let's let's keep it a buck, especially we are doing this in the middle of a pandemic where Mm. there's record level job loss. So um, engaging with activists and organizers who are actually on the ground doing the work, if if you can donate, if you can even donate your time, there's childcare that is needed for people. There's um, food prep you know feeding people right there's people that people need to eat people need to eat even if you drop off some sandwiches or something like that um let's see oh gosh there's just so much uh stuff that i'm doing also jail support is free you can just sit down there and um check on people you could provide water refreshments things like that you can make phone calls to your elected officials you don't just gotta wait to the polls you need to call people and tell them why is this happening in my community and this is you know this is disgusting let me tell you older black folks love to pull up on city council they know yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know they're up there go Man, ahead and pull up on them let me tell you in atlanta yes they do yeah, but uh, yeah, there's so many things that we can do, including like be smart with social media. Please be smart with that. 
don't spread misinformation. Well, yeah, we want to thank you so much for that, Marcel, and everything that you have given us in this time today. Uh, if people want to follow you, because I'm sure they're going to want to want to, since you're talking about the Instagram <laughs> and what you got going on, let us know how we can follow you. All right. Well, um, Instagram, I'm starting to get back together on that one, but it's Grits and Grio, because, you know, I'm Southern and Haitian. It's G R I T S N, like the letter N, G R I Y O, Grits and Grio. And my Facebook is just, you know, my name, Marcel Vielo, M A R C E L L E, V as in Victor, I E L O T. Hit the follow. I don't know strangers, so I'm not going to necessarily be adding all that. I went viral a couple years ago, so I learned not to add a whole bunch of <laughs> random people. But, okay. um, yeah, that's, well, that's no, pretty much it. No, thank you, girl, especially for the articulation and the breakdown. So, guys, we'll have all of that on our social media pages. We appreciate you so much for your time. Keep making a difference. Keep being that loud voice because people like you are going to help us move this thing forward, and you are very much appreciated. All right, guys, so we're going to take another break. When we get back, we're going to jump into, uh, I don't know. We're going to talk about maybe a jackass of the week. Wait for <laughs> it right here on Black Educated Embrace. Peace and power, my sister. We'll talk soon. Hi, it's Marcel Vilo. Power and purpose, I find all of that in Black Educated and Broke. Listen up, y'all. Y'all tuned in to the new season of Black Educated and Broke. You know what? I'm calling this shit Black Educated and Broke 2.0. We got some new members. We got my homie, Byron, a.k.a. Ron, who's always going to make it his stock. We got my girl, Sinead, all the way out in Cali, Holding it down in L.A. And you know the regulars is back. Randy O, Maya, my man Mike B, and Q to take over. So stay tuned. This season is about to be off the hook. All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed the interview just as much as Ron, Maya, Mike B, and Q did. We really appreciate Marcel. Uh, guys, she dropped all of her social media. Please follow her. And anytime she gives information that is going to be empowering to you, I will be sure to keep that going. We really appreciate her and her activism. Um, so keeping that same flow about, you know, Black Lives Mattering, protesting, and people who are not of color doing things foolishly, that, that leads us to Jackass of the Week. And my boy Q got this sold up. Oh, yeah. Who these contenders? Let, let them, I got to hear this. So I got a, should I name all of them? Sure. How many you got? How many you got? You got to have at least 15. Oh. <laughs> it, it's going to feel like 15. <laughs> That's what I read about. I hit Q up early in the week, y'all. I was like, man, who the jacket? I said, listen, I already got your contender number one. Here he goes. Listen, I don't, I don't even feel right giving him that much credit, to be honest with you. Man. I got you. I really don't. But I am going to name everybody that I got jackass of the week for but I'm only going to touch on some of them simply because I feel like they're a little more important you know so here's my list starting with uh, the Minneapolis Police Department mm. they're first alright uh, Louisville Police Department we got Atlanta Police Department we got the Kansas City Police Department <laughs> we also have Donald Trump we have Attorney General William Barr. I have the news reporter who saw that white lady leaving out of that store with them belongings and said maybe she's an employee. <laughs> we also have clout chasers 
i.e. the people who are standing in front of uh, 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 damaged buildings to take pictures Absolutely. or that stupid girl who be antagonizing campuses who asked that uh, that uh, Latino brother to hold his uh, uh, nail gun so she can act like she was doing something. Uh, we have that guy who's not funny and I know y'all my people, he from Atlanta, but Desi, He's on my list. What do you do? Uh, Lisa Simone is also on my Lisa list. Lisa Simone, wait a minute. What yeah, they the, do? The culture mad with them. <laughs> all, all of them. Oh, okay, you got to give me a little something what happened for people who do not know. You I'm gotta, about to, okay, you I'm got so excited. excited for B. Simone, though. I did get excited. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about, for sure, Louisville Police Department because they killed another black man, and it's kind of getting overshadowed because of what's going on um but he was known affectionately as barbecue man mm -hmm. uh, they killed him during the riots and not one of those police officers had their body cam on they did not not one but you're strange very what were you trying to accomplish so and then a few hours ago it was just released that apparently he had a gun and they heard uh, a shot fired uh, you mean earlier this week it came out, right? Go ahead. That, that, that's all alleged. Uh, also, we give Donald Trump too much credit, but we also give him a lot of flack. So this week he had the military and police to gas, uh, 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 what do you call them people? Peaceful protesters. So he could make his way down the street to a church for a photo op. Now, when it first came out, it came out that he was the one who gave the order to do so. But actually, Attorney General William Barr gave the order to do so. But he gets his orders from the president, so he's still just as guilty by association. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. You have people who are peacefully protesting. They're not harming anybody. They're not causing any damage. They're trying to raise awareness of what's going on in the, uh, in the world and in the community with our brothers and sisters being killed for no reason. And you clear them out so you can walk to a church, hold up a Bible, not pray, not acknowledge the church, but for clout. Essentially, that's what he was doing. Um, I think that's absolutely despicable. And it's disgusting. Uh, that you treating people like uh, America's looking like a third world country to me. Like we've gone, we've grown up and we've seen videos of war in other countries. We're looking just like them now. We have a dictator in office. He's not being very presidential. Uh, you would think the highest seat in the world, he would, you know, have a little more compassion, but it's not. And it's, 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 it's bad. It's really disgusting on what's going on, man. So I'm all for people tearing things up. Um, I just really hope they can get into 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That'd be <laughs> that'd be amazing. They can get more to shit up. Oh, but what happened with Simone real quick? What they do in Disney? Uh, oh, they was on TV. I'm not on TV. They on uh, social cooning. Oh, like Shakira and them, the same thing, crying over the oh, stores. Oh, uh, see. I guess I, I, I'm in love with Shekinah, so I blew over. But she on there, too. She done. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I like Shekinah, too, but she was stripping. Yeah. Uh -huh. But, yeah, uh, uh, Desi was saying he put a picture of this is protesting, this is rioting. Nigga, watch out, bro. Oh. That's not your lane. Stay up out of that. Was he being funny? Stay. I don't believe so. 
He's no. not funny, so I don't think he can be funny. He was trying to show his solidarity, but he basically who? Called, he basically called protesters criminals. Yeah, he's like, lame. You okay. Like, you the same dude that got clouded off of posting hood dudes be like this and this, that, and the other, but yet when it's time to protest and to show you actually down, you calling everybody a criminal. He do anything for clout. What about Beast the Mom? What's she do? Thank you. Can I please? <laughs> oh, she's ready. Let me change the view to speak Go for it. you. Please. <laughs> bless us. Bless us. Be Simone. Y'all know she be on social media loud as hell. You're my boyfriend. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> the baby. That. I'm the baby's wife. I love the baby. Trying to suck the baby's balls and everything. <laughs> Talking well, about how she likes well, to right. her man. Okay. How yep. she likes to be down and how she wants to be a sexually active this that and the other dude but yet when it's time to protest and be for your people the same people who made you a millionaire about two months ago for your 30th birthday you decide i'm a christian that's not what god wants me to do i'm gonna walk in my christianity and my faith and not protest but y'all got it and then you went out there <laughs> and then went out there after everybody came after you said, i be talking about them christians i'm, oh, about, oh, I'm canceled but i'm out here protesting yes you're still canceled and Drewski went on TV cooning too. No, I seen Drewski it, but I didn't just watch it. Who? Nah, he was on that cooning too. He didn't say he didn't use that platform for nothing. He was doing some goofy shit. Who y'all See, he act. He be putting on doing that white boy act. Maybe he wanted them for real. He do that shit well. Nah, he was on some other shit. Somebody, oh, you know, okay, okay. I didn't graduate, right? Da, 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 that's on some stupid shit. Oh, and who we talking see, about? Instead of actually who we Drew's talking about? Y'all losing me. Drewski. I'm taking it serious. Who the hell is that? He be with Desi. Um, now he with Desi again. He actually funny, though. Oh, I yeah, like Drewski was on the uh, the TV interview with his homeboy. Making yeah, the fat, light-skinned dude. He's got to be kidding me. Yep. Yeah. No, I don't know. And you know what's funny? All three <laughs> of them be together, too. They all three of them in the same fucking box. I'm sick. This is a family show. Not okay, because we are dropping F-bombs like it ain't no tomorrow. <laughs> I but no. we need a pass today. Okay, just uh, I am giving y'all a little pass. We need a little grace. But no, Q, dog, yeah. that jackass of the jackasses of the week. That was good. That was a yeah. Let me, before we got a minute left, let me hit some more on the uh, police departments. Uh, I got APD uh, jackass of the week because of how they treated uh, the young Morehouse kid and his girlfriend when they she got pulled over. Student. Yeah. Tasering them and pulling them out. And then I gave Kansas City Police uh, Jackass of the Week because that's probably one of the only cities that I saw were actually doing things peaceful. They weren't actually looting or rioting or tearing nothing up. Mm -hmm. And they started gassing them. Like, off rip. I know one of my homies I did Freedom School with years ago, he was on the live and he, all he was doing was talking. And they converged on him, walked up on him, hit him right in the face with the mace oh. and, and took him to the ground. And they weren't doing anything out of out of the normal being peaceful. Oh, that's so sad. That yeah. is so sad. But I but did yeah. see some cops get ran over by SUV. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> oh. I seen a couple cops get their ass beat. Okay, well, you know what? Listen, hey, we're not condoning that. We're going to wrap that on up right now. We are not condoning 
people, okay, doing those type of things, okay? Our producer right. said go to break. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we're going to take a break. and we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Maya. She has a little update for the Mayan Empire. Then we're going to wrap up and let you know what to expect next week. So keep it locked here on Black Educated and Broke. What's up, ATL? It's your boy, JRT's Mr. Art from the Heart, and I stay listening to Black Educated and Broke. Hey, y'all. What it do? It's your girl, it's Maya. Make sure you check out my blog, The Mayan Empire, located on blackeducatedandbroke.com. Hope to see you there. All right, we're back here on Black Educated and Broke, and like I told you before the break, The Mayan Empire. We got a new blog alert. Maya, what's up, boo? So I actually took a while to write it because I need to get my thought process together because this whole week and everything, even starting from last week, I was just so angry and mad. So I actually had to sit down and take the day and not be on social media and just actually feel what I need to feel to write this. So basically I have a new blog post on Black Educated and Broke slash The Mayan Empire (laughs) and it's about Black Lives Matter. And it's basically at the end of it all saying I'm not asking if black lives matter and i'm not saying they matter i'm letting you know because you already know that they matter like we wouldn't be on god's green earth if otherwise therefore it's none mainly, of y'all be on god's green earth okay like honestly so it's mainly a post about taking the time to feel what you need to feel because i know like a lot of people were tired we're angry we want to protest we want to do this that, and the other we want to spread awareness and just feel what you need to feel as well as knowing that you have a right to be here. You have a right yes. to take up space. You have a right to be breathing, living, and enjoying your life. So that's really all that post is about. Check it out. It went live about maybe two, three hours ago. So, I mean, you mean it went live on, what was it, Tuesday night? Wednesday yeah, night. Wednesday Tuesday night. night. Like, right. Yeah, like, no, Wednesday, a few hours ago. So um, it hasn't been up long, but I, I got really raw on my feelings. I had to run it by Randy and, you know, Mike, you know, make sure mom and dad like it. <laughs> hey, I told you, do you. Do you. So, so, yeah, that's really all it's about. And that's all that's going on. And it's your girl, Smaya. And check me out. All righty, guys. Thank you, Maya. Again, the Mayan Empire blog. Head over to blackeducatedandbroke.com forward slash the Mayan Empire. Okay, guys, so we're going to go ahead and take a break and wrap up the show. It's been a pretty interesting show. Shout out again to Marcel, um, you know, for being on here. We thank you for her time. Again, we dropped all of her social media so you guys can follow her. As always, guys, if you want to listen to all of our previous podcasts, you can listen. Please go ahead and subscribe on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. Those are our biggest platforms. And please watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, again, you know, our Twitter, just in case you didn't remember, B-E-B podcast underscore A-T-L. Our uh, Facebook, Black Educated and Broke. And our IG as well, Black Educated and Broke. And everything we talked about is going to be there. If you feel like you missed a spot, head over to our social pages and we got you, okay? I know my boy Mike B, before we wrap that house up, and he wanted to share. Oh, real quickly, uh, Melanie News will be back normally scheduled when we come back together your next episode. But I have a special news bulletin that's on our YouTube page, social media platforms. Be looking for another one uh, this weekend sometime as I give you updates. Uh, we got a new mayor in Ferguson. Of course, the cops were uh, four cops officially charged in Minnesota. And the main cop, his uh, third degree murder now upgraded to a second degree murder. Still looking for justice for Breonna Taylor. 
Yes, and you know, with that, Mike, I just want to take the time right now to personally give you thanks and put you on the spot because even like I said, this past weekend, I was in Oklahoma, so I wasn't in Texas, nor was I in Georgia. But when I tell you, my boy, you held it down, letting us know when the protests rang out in Atlanta, when Mayor, Mayor put the curfew out, like you was very much on it and you was a, a big voice for our platform. And I just want to thank you personally for doing that, Mike it. Tell, Telling our story and we're going to tell it, we're going to tell it right. Amen. And on that note. It is not simply about being willing to die for the new world. It's also about being willing to live for it too. We need living people to create the world we have been envisioning. Ideas, theories, praxis, morals, and even your own words can and will be corrupted after death. Once you die, you have no control over your legacy. Life is necessary to carry us forward. We cannot leave our future in the hands of people who could have participated in making this world better, but instead opted to wait until freedom fighters not only cultivated the land, but also fertilized it with their bodies. The bodies of freedom fighters littering groves, so cowards at best, opportunists at worst, can name the land after those who, who have fallen, mint them heroes of the past colony, and use their legacy as batons against dissenters, all while gleefully consuming the fruit of our labor, inoculated and made sweet by our assay. Don't only be willing to die for this, be willing to live for it too. Amen. 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 Ashay, Ashay. Hey, that's the word right, right there. That's it. That's the word. <laughs> it's been your girl, Randy O. Mike B. It's Maya. Boy, Ron, still sick of these damn Chad and Karens. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and it's time to cue to take over. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, All right, guys. See y'all next week. We out there. If y'all out, stay safe. Stay safe. And remember the cause. Remember what we doing this for. This is for justice. We are done dying. Done dying. Peace. Black Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip-hop headlines and all things ATL into the success of black millennials in black culture. <laughs>